0: What's up, everybody? It's Jesse Ziegler. And Queen Cody. And we're doing another podcast about the Dakar rally today from Stage 3. Once again. It's January 3rd. I hope everybody's New Year's resolutions are holding strong and you haven't just fallen off the wagon and dug into the cookie jar again. Yeah, I have already. Oh, yeah. I never started. I didn't start any resolutions this year. I didn't even know there was a New Year this year. Yeah. We're just waking up doing podcasts. Yeah. It feels like we've been, it feels like the race is almost over to me. It's only day three. You've know, been doing this for a long time already. Yesterday was yesterday was kind of a milestone. We didn't even we didn't even take note, but yesterday was our fiftieth episode. Yeah. So congratulations to us. Crazy, huh? I hope everybody's cheering for us as they listen to this at their job because you have to go to work today. It's January third. Yeah, I got to go. Back, breaks over, right? I got to go back to work today, so you we got to get this podcast done so I can get out of here and get in the office. Which means I hope everybody's listening to this at work because yes. there's nothing better to do at work other than ignore part of your job and enjoy yourself. Right. That's why I've succeeded so much in my life. That's why I've gotten to the echelon (laughs) of professionalism. In the motorcycle industry. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just one of those other things my wife's disappointed about. She's like, you work for fun. I'm like, yes, mostly. We get paid in fun. She's like, some of my friends, husbands work for like, Money. I'm like, that's weird. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that when you could be riding motorcycles for your job, kind of? Yeah. I mean, 90% of our job is to figure out how we can go ride motorcycles. And it, then the other 10% is to get paid. Yeah, to pay some bills. So yeah. don't, don't give up. Follow your dreams, people. Um, big day today started as like just a massive stage a lot of risk out there for the guys leading a lot of unknown with these new time bonuses coming in for those you know leading the stage bonus and um just like big big day 670 kilometers something crazy yeah yeah it was it was a big one and a lot of uh a lot of unknown going into this one so I think we, uh, we should take care of a little bit of business before we, before we get going. And then, uh, you know, there's some, there's some big news that, that we have to, uh, good, good, bad and ugly. Yeah. Good, really bad and pretty ugly. So shout out to climb for being the title sponsor of the climb Dakar rally daily show cycle news for producing it and pushing it out there on through all their channels. You know, we got some really great sponsors on board this year that not only bring you the show every day but also are supporting the Dakar Fantasy Derby prizes. So if you're not playing that yet, please go to chainslayer.com slash Dakar. Start playing fantasy Dakar. It's really fun. And I guarantee you can beat me. That's <laughs> like the only the only for sure thing in Dakar is that you're going to beat Jesse. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's the one sure thing. No argument from Quinn on that one. Uh, it's really fun. My wife is beating me. Uh, Quinn's wife is beating me. Everybody that's playing is almost beating me. Yeah. Well, you know, somebody's got to take up the, take up the rear. It's really on brand for me. So play that. Um, You know, we have big, big team sponsors, Rally Navigator. They're giving away some premium subscriptions to their um, Rally Navigator software. So you can actually go in and get all the tools unlocked and build rally notes or rally road books. Uh, We got Ruby Moto gonna donate some lights uh, in coordination with Moto Minded for a you know mask kit for somebody's EXE or new generation KTM or Husqvarna or one of those bikes. We got Fast Company Flex Bars. We're talking spoke torque wrenches, foot pegs, lots of cool stuff from those guys. We got Taco Moto. Taco Moto basically has a truck of stuff that he's gonna probably deliver for prizes i don't even know what it includes yeah but it's he, a lot he's got a list a mile long so takamoto can pretty much dial in your your dual sport over there takamoto goes on the gas yes he pins it wide open we had to tone him down a little in the beginning we're like whoa i don't know if we can promise this much stuff Yeah. so that's on him it's on taco mike <laughs> but we're we're really taco pumped mike. to have have him on board um and then giant loop you know get some bags for your bike and go on a cool ride that's what i say yep Love the giant loop. I've been using the, their bags for years. And uh some of my some of my favorites. Yeah. Super durable. And we you know, we use them all the time for for our adventure stuff, carrying all of our uh tools and spare tubes and snacks. Stuff. Snacks. Keep all that all that weight off your back. Yeah, and snacks. Snack supply is important to me. Yep. Well, uh okay. stage three, let's get let's get to the ugly first and the bad. Yeah. American Ricky Brabeck went out of the race today after a crash, you know, big crash. sounds like we don't have a ton of information. We know that he's injured. Um, we don't know how serious it is, but we do know he's in the hospital getting CT scans. Uh, we've been talking to his, you know, team boss, Johnny Campbell, and he is, um, stable. Yep. He seems to be, has full mobility. Yeah. Full movement. Uh, you know, he's, he's got a lot of neck and shoulder pain right now and that's, that's really all we know. Um, but he's, he's stable and you know, so I think, I think he's going to be okay. Um, just a, you know, a, a real bummer for, for us, you know, we, we love Ricky and, and, uh, yeah, we, we really wanted to see him, him mixing it up. So it's, it's too bad. Uh, he's out of the race, but you know, this is, this is Dakar. Yeah, Ricky was a big part of our pre-show. He came in and did the whole pre-show with us this year and just, you know, told it like it was. And I know he was out there pinning it today. He was running second place most of the day. So he started 15th. He was moving up ahead. You know, he was using that ideal starting position to really gain some time and get into contention for stage win and also set him up for the next few days. He was really pushing it. And, yeah, he knocked off uh, you know a win on stage one and then, you know, he was, I think, he was set up for uh, for a good day today. So yeah, it's it's really too bad. And if if we get any more info during the show here from Johnny, we'll uh, we'll fill you guys in. The bad news out of the way. The yep. good news is, the other Americans are kicking some booty. Yeah, if I'm if I'm being like fully patriotic here. Yeah, I mean, you know, if we want to talk just about Americans, then for <laughs> we should sure. just have the American Dakar Relay show. Now, I think we will run through, uh, we'll run through the top 10 for you guys real quick. Just so, uh, so we have a kind of a overview of, of what happened today and then, and then we'll get into the details. Cause there was a, there's a bit of craziness and you know, these, uh, these time bonuses came into, uh, you know, came into play today a bit and, yeah. and definitely shook up the, the top three, the podium. So it's, uh, remember this was 450 kilometers of racing basically today on this special stage. Um, most of the guys got through it today, like top 45 got through it today before the race organization actually shut down the race course due to weather. Yeah. So uh, you're talking back half, back two thirds of the motorcycle field, all the side by sides, all the trucks, you know, all the quads, a lot of those guys, they got pulled off the race course. They didn't finish much of the race course, maybe half. Yeah, yeah, I think they they stopped it around kilometer 337 or something like that. They they cut everyone off. So everyone that had made it through before they stopped it made it to the finish. So I think that was about the top 48 motorcycles. Yeah. Uh everyone from there back got stopped and there's there's some images of, you know, flooded river crossings and side by sides guys getting swept down the river. Yeah. Uh so a wild wild day at the Dakar. Looks like you go to the desert for sand dunes and all those epic images, and you end up getting you know a raging river off across the race course. Yeah, it's it's wild, wild <laughs> stuff. But you know, uh, it, it shouldn't shake up our our top, uh, you know, our top ten any. Right. So you know, and there could be a few guys in there. They might give a little bit of time back. I know Jake Augybright was kind of back in the mix, and I think he was one of the guys that got cut off and sent back to the bivouac. So his. He, he was on pace for a top 30 finish, but I don't, I don't know exactly what's going to happen there because it's, it's, it'll be weird. It'll be interesting to find out how they, they basically take your average time position, pace, something like that and calculate what you would have finished. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's no, trade. there's no fair way to do it. Yeah. It, it, somebody's going to get Yeah, somebody's going to get burned. But for our considerations on the top contenders, they probably won't have any changes, right? No, no. They'll, they'll get a finish just like they finished. Yep. And the uh, all of our uh, American Rally originals and the Molly Moto guys. It looks like all of those guys were sent were sent in early, so they got they got cut short a few miles, which was probably good because they would have been swept away in the river. Yeah, the I rivers think. were, hourly Yeah, <laughs> the would. trucks were getting swept away. So, <laughs> poor little guy on a motorcycle doesn't have much of a chance. Wouldn't be fun to uh, you know have to pump water out of your engine out there. Ooh torrential downpour all right let's get into the top 10 overall finishers for the day on stage three dakar rally after just like i said almost 450 kilometers of racing that's a big day uh daniel sanders on the red bull gas gas factory racing bike just put the smack down today coming in the lead he uh just ended he did his yeah. daniel sanders thing yeah sanders you know there's no, there's no secret there. Like Sanders has got the speed and he can, he can win and win, win by a lot. Yeah. And, uh, even after the time credits, he, he still won the stage by six hours and and 19 minutes, six minutes and 19 seconds. Sorry. (laughs) Hours, minutes. It's it's all the same. Yeah. So he put, he gained six minutes on the field. Um, after starting ninth place, really good starting position to make time, but he led every waypoint. Yep. He dropped the hammer from the beginning didn't let up yeah he didn't have a picnic today no picnics and in second American Skyler house yeah so this is where we start seeing some almost unpredictable finishes because Skyler started in third yep. today not an ideal starting position uh a really vulnerable starting position you could say to lose a lot of time to people like Daniel Sanders and plenty of other fast guys uh but he didn't lose time no gain time he moved up to second place and that a lot of that is due to his, the the opening bonuses. So yeah, he was the right. second. He was a second rider on the road, and he collected some of those bonuses, and it, and it made a, a different and difference in his stage result. Yeah. Um. So great job, Skyler. Third place. Probably the ride of the day. Yep. Mason once Klein. Again, <laughs> once again, Mason Mason Klein opened the stage all day long. So yeah. he he went from start to finish, and literally led the whole way rode alone all day made every turn decision on his own yep and didn't lose that much time that's that's what he needed to do and and he's really proving himself as a as a true rally racer now and i think i think there's no question that you know he's contender he's a contender uh we don't know the exact time bonuses for sure we're going to look those up while we're talking but But um, mason i believe mason collected all five minutes of time bonus so that and and yeah, that really put him into third place overall. Yep, uh, we're going to keep track of these time bonuses every day, and then as we get into the later stages, we're going to start looking at that and be like, "Remember that day three where this guy got these extra minutes? Yeah. Look like how that's played out now because he had a bad day." We can break this stuff down in detail later with uh, a little bit of a little bit more statistics, but I mean, yeah. just looking at at the times right now, if he. If he didn't collect those five minutes in bonuses, he probably would have been sitting somewhere in in around sixth place, mm-hmm. which is so, still really good. Still really good for opening the stage. I mean, to to open all day on a four hundred and fifty kilometer stage and finish sixth and only lose, I mean, Sanders is a, is a bit of an exception, but yeah. to only lose 10 eleven minutes, minutes yeah. to Sanders is is amazing. More more than amazing. It's really exceptional, especially for a rookie. Um, yep. uh, then, right behind him, Kevin Benavides. We got, the, you know, KTM factory racing guy coming up to him. He, seven minutes off the pace totaled for the day. A couple minutes of speed penalties for Kevin today. So, opposite end, he he, he penalized yep. himself. He didn't win any bonuses today. But, sitting in fourth, he started in eighth today. Behind him, the first Honda in the ranking, Juan Bereta. Uh He started in Sixth and ended in fifth, so he's yep. still riding that middle, that middle wave, right in, right in that top five every day. Yep, and it and it sounds like Beretta's got a broken, broken big toe from uh, from the sound of things from booting that boulder yesterday. Yep. So he's, uh, you know, typical Beretta. There's always something he, nagging with that guy. And, can't get, you know, can't get through this race without having a small injury. Yep. So, but you know that this could play in his favor for the for the general if he if he just maintains that that fifth place spot every day yeah right behind him doing the same thing toby price started in fifth just flip flopped with beretta fifth and sixth place so toby um definitely not 100 percent coming into the race either we saw him up in barstow he was nursing the the wrist and the thumb and yeah he, everything that's hurt and, he had some ligaments repaired in his thumb and you know he's not not too far out from surgery and he's yeah. able to he's able to make it to Dakar, and he's he's kind of just floating right there in sixth yeah, really good spot for him and he knows it. He's he's a smart, wise, old kangaroo, as we'll hear from Daniel Sanders later. Uh, seventh place, Pablo Quintanilla on the Honda again. Um, and then his teammate, Adrian Van Beveren, uh, right behind him in eighth place. Ninth place, we got Joaquim Rodriguez, Portugal, hero bike. Nice to see a hero in the top 10 again. I want to see in those different bikes up there. It's really cool. And then top 10, we got Nacho on the Honda, Nacho yep. Cornejo. Cornejo good to see him up there too i actually had picked him to win today he did yeah, not win nacho's been he's been pretty quiet this year he hasn't been showing a, a ton of speed just when he and, let out on his own that one day he did that big long stretch of you know uh solo on day day, day one right um th- stage one and uh, I, I i expected him to maybe put the afterburners on a little more today yeah, but he's you know he seems like he's playing it conservative and, and you know today we're really seeing some some time gaps and this is this shows how fast Daniel Sanders really is. Yeah, no kidding. He's, he put sixteen minutes on on Cornejo in tenth. Yep. So the last couple of days, the top ten has been you know within a couple of minutes, and now we're starting to see some we're starting to see some big chunks of time given away. With if you look at that. Nacho started in 13th, lost 16 minutes. Um, this is preliminary, too. We don't know if he stopped for Ricky or if he was around Ricky or if there's going right. to be some time coming this back. Could, this could get shaken up. This could get shaken up. But, I mean, even even to Toby, Toby, Toby dropped 12 minutes. Yeah. And Toby didn't stop. <clears throat> no. So if you look at where Toby started in fifth place, excuse me, <clears throat> just look how impressive Mason Klein's ride was. Yeah. Leading, only dropping 11 minutes unadjusted, but – Strategically getting time bonuses to drop him down to a six-minute loss, like that's big, big game player. Yeah, I mean, you, you think about that. You have the best guys in the world, you know, and veterans like uh, Beretta and and Price that are that are losing eleven and twelve minutes to to Sanders. Yeah, and they're they're starting in sixth. Mason's leading the stage, and he's only losing eleven minutes. He's besting their pace. Yeah. He was faster from, than from them the today front from the front without time bonuses. He would finished in front of them today. Right. As and ass kicking, you know, this is something that we were, <laughs> we were talking about kind of in our, in our prep. And, and we're seeing this in, in racing and in sports is that everyone's getting younger. You know, you look at F1, you look yeah. at MotoGP and these guys have so much knowledge at a young age. It used to take 10 years to gain all this knowledge. And now they have access to this, at such a young age and you know, your, your processor speed at, at 21 years old is, is so fast and you bounce back from injury so fast that they have the latest software installed yeah. when they're born. Literally your brain just <laughs> deteriorates from, Oh yes. About age 18 to <laughs> 45. 45. And, and then it and then just stops. It's just, just mush now. <laughs> it's mush now. That's where I'm at, but you're right. Like he's, he's a sponge. He's absorbing everything and he's putting in so much time off season or all season to just Mm -hmm. practice and commit to this with hundred percent focus. He's not doing anything else in his life. Yeah. Other than, you know, he, he did retire from racing. I think he said when he was 16 or 17, in our pre-interview. So he got it out of the way early. So yeah, it's nice. He's got his refreshed second career. I mean, but awesome. There was no focus in my life when I was 21. (laughs) I was a train wreck compared to Mason Klein. (laughs) I am still a train wreck compared to Mason Klein right now. Um, let's, get into some quotes we got Daniel Sanders here let's talk to him about his race um we're gonna... all right here's Daniel Sanders on his stage win today
1: yeah we struggled a bit at the start uh it was really hard through this um deep sand and rock and then um yeah well, it was pushing again and was the goal was to get to the refuel and find out where everyone was and and sort of pick up and then yeah the guys were out front was doing a good job opening and yeah I ended up as a third rider through the stage at the end so it was still important to keep focus on the navigation because the guys out front have been opening all day so at one moment they can make a mistake and, and lose the focus so um yeah it ended up okay. Me and Pricey pushed uh, all the way from the end we broke away from the guys in the dunes and I was surprised the big kangaroo could follow still, and uh, yeah, it was good because it was yeah two Aussies pushing through at the end, and to pull away from some fast guys, it's pretty pretty good. So your strategy yesterday was was a good one. I hope it was like I waited a long time sort of thing and slowed down a lot after the last refuel, and yeah, like Jordy, um was like yeah tomorrow like this today was going to be a tough stage so. He said, don't win unless you can win by a lot. So, um, And that's what I was doing today. I thought, OK, if I go for the win, I try and push the whole day and win win a lot and now focus on tomorrow. So we have no... Yeah, look, the, um, of course, the Aussies have got the, the strongest spirit and we've got some <laughs> um, good natural sort of desert skills. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, me and Pricey have come from a good, good background. Um, a lot of fast racing in Australia and it's paying off here in the Dakar.
0: Bang off for sure. Yes. And they're just special, those Australians. I love that. The spirit. And him he's and, calling, him calling and the big kangaroo. <laughs> the, big kangaroo. <laughs> the big kangaroo. Ripping through the dunes. Oh, gee. Does that mean he's the little kangaroo? Yeah, apparently. Well, I don't think there's anything oh. little about Daniel Sanders riding. He's a beast. Yeah. And, and you know, what he said there was him and him and Toby rode away from the guys in the dunes, mm-hmm. which is, it's nearly impossible to ride away from someone in the dunes. Yeah. Because if you have a, if you have a body or a head to cue off of, you can almost always catch them. You can see their tracks. You can see when they break, but to, to have a guy right away from you, you're going really, really fast. Yeah. Just another league at this level too. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool. Good to hear from those guys. Um, second place on the day. Skylar also gave us some quotes here. Let's hear from Skylar. You ready for that? I'm always ready for some Skyler quotes. Always.
2: So Skyler, how was, uh, it was a good day opening uh, with a uh, client. Was uh, well, looks okay for the for the Yankees riders?
3: Man, uh, I said earlier. Uh, mason definitely proved himself a, a rally gp rider today he uh, he did an incredible job opening the stage he opened from start to finish i caught him uh probably a hundred kilometers ago and then made one mistake and missed a waypoint had to go back and turn around and get it so i wanted to take something off of his shoulders and and open some of the stage but he uh, I, I messed up and so he got the task of opening the whole stage and uh, rarely made a mistake like he did a really really good job so i'm super proud of the kid what was the terrain? How was the weather? Yeah, with the weather, uh, um, we had lots of rain, or uh, like rain cloud overcast. The dirt was wet the whole time, but uh, we perfectly missed uh, the rain the whole time, so we didn't really get actually rained on.
2: So, a good stage for, for him and you, but uh, it seems that for Ricky, it's, uh, it's not so good because he crashed and he's out of the race already.
3: Yeah, it's really tough. I mean, this. This race has already proven itself to be uh, a a real challenge, and it's super unfortunate. I I hear that he's okay, which is the most important part. You know, it's always tough to have a crash and never want to see anyone out here uh, go out like that. So uh, I'm glad that he's okay, uh, but, man, it really sucks.
0: Can you hear him be super bummed on the Ricky Brabeck situation? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it it can happen Scary. at any moment to any of these guys, and you know they're they're taking big risks all day. They know it. Big it's, shout out to Mason for leading out front there, though. Yeah, you heard I him mean, say it. You heard Daniel mention it too. That's that's impressive. Yeah, you know, he did a good job up front and and led the way, and uh, yeah, he continuing to to amaze people. I'm <laughs> I, I'm not really in awe of it anymore. Yeah, because he's proven it. Just just kind keeps happening. Come it. to expect it. Yeah, it's funny to Skyler and yesterday Mason mentioned, you know, he wanted to talk to Skyler and maybe they'll go out together and share some, share some leads. And I'm sure Skyler was like, yeah, I'll do that. And then he's like, I would do that if I could catch you to do if that. I could, if I could catch you. And then when I do yeah. catch you, I made a mistake. So why don't you just go ahead? You're doing a better job than yeah, I can. I'm probably so. not going to catch you. <laughs> good to good to hear that the, those guys, the top guys missed all the rain. It sounds like the weather went behind them and then, yeah. and then unleashed its fury. Yeah, not so good for the guys in the back. Not so good for those guys. Uh, we should definitely hear from Mason. Mason's not calling us yet, but we're gonna pull his quote down that he got uh, to get his input on the stage right now, and we'll hopefully get him on the phone. But sometimes, yeah, I think he needs to take We, a nap. May, we may leave Mason, leave Mason, <laughs> Mason be. We don't, don't want to disturb Mason too much. We, he's he's got a good thing going, so I'm right, just gonna let, let's hear from him. Let anyway. him settle.
4: Yes. Yeah.
2: So, how was it to open the stage again?
4: Uh, It was really good. I enjoyed every second of it. It's so nice making all your own decisions and like, I felt really in control and yeah, I don't know if I've ever navigated any better. This is a really good day for me.
2: Uh, Yesterday Sanders decided to to let you go because he didn't want to start first. So Mm -hmm. for you to be, to open the, to open is not a...
4: No, I like opening. Why? Uh, it's just I love it I don't know I prefer it I feel I make less mistakes and I'm doing the work it's nice you know
2: so you got five minutes of bonus yeah yeah I think so okay so you're on the lead I mean fighting with uh, with Danny and Skyler seems that uh, the three of you are now fighting for the lead nice so
4: up here with our
2: three first stages
4: yeah for sure of course this was it's been really great so far. What was the terrain? Oh, amazing. Nice. Not so rocky as yesterday. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just like a really good ride, I guess. Really nice views. And I actually got to look around again today.
2: Was it always not so good?
4: Uh, it was actually perfect for riding, I think. Yeah, not too cold? No. Amazing. Perfect day.
0: I love how he, he's not. <laughs> French guys are just trying to pull like some negativity. Like they're trying to get him. How like, hard was some... it? How hard was it? How di- how tr- how difficult? Give us your get excited. Yeah, they're like, hey, you nope. got you got five great. you got five minutes bonus. He goes, okay. <laughs> weather was weather was perfect. He's like, day was perfect. Good I day. I love leading out. It's not hard. Great day. Awesome. They're like, wasn't it extreme? How was the terrain? Oh, it was also grid. <laughs> hey, when you ride in Barstow all the time, everything's good yeah what a great quote hey you got the five dollar bonus okay <laughs> oh okay, okay. <laughs> yeah sweet right you know that 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 says a lot that, that he led all day long and all he's he focused on is how much fun it was navigating alone he's yeah. like i don't think i've ever done a good job like that i don't i don't care about anything else that was great and, you know, a lot of times when you are, you, when you're making your own decisions and you're leading out, you, it, it's only up to you. There's no one else. You're not second guessing. You yeah. know, when, when someone, when there's tracks going somewhere and you're, you think you need to go a different way. You doubt yourself. You doubt yourself. You doubt the other guy you're riding with. You and get annoyed by them. Probably you get annoyed by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like well, it if, gets worse. If you're looking at the road book and, and everything in your road book is telling you to, to go go left at a at a split or something but all the tracks are going right Mm -hmm. you're gonna that's gonna put doubt in your mind and if there's no tracks anywhere you just go the way that you you think is correct Mm -hmm. and if you're if you're a good navigator like mason yeah it works out don't second guess yourself just keep going trust yourself when you're alone it's a little easier maybe when, you know, when I do navigation training with guys and, and I always, I always tell people that's the first thing you need to do is, is trust yourself, make your own decisions. <laughs> and, and I tell people not to, not to talk to other people out there, not to, you know, just use your own judgment, stay in your own zone. And yeah, it's working for Mason. Mason's definitely in his own zone. I, I can't wait for more quotes from him. As people try to get him to get excited yeah. about something, <laughs> we'll give him we'll give him a, l- a little break today. But maybe we'll try to get him back on back on a call tomorrow. Yeah. When he has a bad day, if he has a bad day, maybe we'll get a little more drama, out of him, emotion. But I don't think so. I think his bad days will be like, yeah, I got another penalty. Full stop. <laughs> uh, we did get factory KTM rider to call us. We're going to queue yep. that up in a second. So yeah, fourth place finisher Kevin Benavides. We, uh, you know, we reached out to Kevin and, and we got a little uh, little insight from him. See how it's going in the Kevin Benavides world on that factory Red Bull KTM. Here's Kevin.
5: Hey Queen, how are you, mate? Good to to know about you. Um, okay. Yes, have been. Uh, we did already three days. Today was also another tough day. It was or 447 Ks on the stage three. I was faster than yesterday, but also was really was really hard because um, uh, yesterday was raining here and the sun was a little wet, so it was more heavy, you know, for for drive on the dunes or or also in the the camel grass or. In different places it was really really also slippery and the stony uh, today was less stone than yesterday but anyway it was a hard stage um we did already like four hours 30. yesterday was five hours 30. yesterday the stage two was the hardest stage i did here in saudi since 2020. it was really really extreme physically and also mentally hard because also I opened a little bit yesterday with Ricky, so so it was a tough day. But anyway, today also uh, bad news about Ricky, I feel sad about that, but yeah, the, the race is like this, and um, but it's really bad when some rider have an accident or whatever. But I send all the energies to Ricky also for a good recovery. and. Yeah, and for me, I think uh, I am doing a good work. We know that this race is really long, so it's still eleven days to go. So I will try to to keep my pace, also ride with safety, and um, try to do my best day by day.
0: Ooh, eleven days to go. Yeah, that's when it's you look home. at it like that. Yeah, and we've we've had two of the the toughest days that we've had in a long time at Dakar. Yeah, Kevin said that stage two yesterday was the toughest stage he's done in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. It was five and a half hours in rocks. Yeah. Today sounds like it was uh, affected by the weather. I think yesterday's stage got blown out by these rains and made it even rockier and worse than it was originally planned. And today sounds like he was saying, you know, the, the sand was heavy, slippery yeah. on the rocks. Um, just, yeah. just not not cruising. Right. So what, what happens in the dunes is that the, you know, the first guys go through and then it, it churns it up and it makes it soft and, and kind of rutted like a, like a motocross track and the, in the sand gets super deep and heavy. And yeah. so if your bikes maybe set up a little bit, a little bit soft or, or a little bit more for the dry conditions and it, it kind of sucks the bike in when you got a full, full load of fuel, it just makes the bike heavy and hard to ride. You're muscling so, it around and wasting tons of energy. Yeah. So, I mean, you have a really clean track in front of you because you can see exactly where everyone went, but it's also more physical. And you're kind of like stressed out because you don't know if it's going to grab you and take you out because it's, you know, it's it's heavy. It's a balance, you know, but it's definitely difficult to ride. That is five and a half hours yesterday and four and a half today. Let's go. All right. We're going to queue up somebody else to talk to here in a second. Let's figure it out. All right, we just got a note from Skyler. He sent us, um, we tried to get him on the phone, but that doesn't always work, but he sent us a really cool voice recording, so we're gonna play that now. New one from Skyler, detailed, straight to us. So enjoy Skyler's stage three recap to the Dakar Rally Daily Show. What's
3: up, guys? Checking in after stage three. Yesterday was uh, surprising Um, The first bit of the I guess yesterday as in stage two um, Was incredibly physically demanding and We knew that stage three was going to be technical with the navigation. So realistically Like you wanted to start somewhere around like seventh place today so I kind of positioned myself to do that and then right at the finish I think I went too fast towards the finish of stage two and then um, some of the other guys I won't name names but they decided they also didn't want to do they didn't want to open the special stage three so they decided to do some donuts out there and so that bumped me up to third on the special so heading into today i was like you know okay i knew the first like 50 kilometers were going to be really technical with navigation and then we were getting into more like big open plateaus and those always are difficult because there's so many tracks to choose from but stage three so far the dakar has been my favorite stage it's been my favorite day on a dirt bike i've ever had in my life like there's probably two or three different times where I literally there's one time specifically where I like almost got emotional. Cause I was like, there's no way that I get this opportunity to do this. Like, this is the coolest thing ever. We're going through these massive like, uh, mountains, stones, like these huge thing. Like it's, it's, it's so hard to put it into words. Like the, the size of this place. It's so Massive, it would be like riding through Moab or Canyonlands or you know, uh, Monument Valley or something like that, but all sand uh, on the ground, and then they just massive mountains, just these huge rocks that you're going in between. And all the navigation that's what made the navigation so tricky was you would have to like go in, go around a mountain, come out the other side, and like find a track, go off-piste go over here grab that waypoint come back like there's just a lot of different turning and stuff you had to be really precise with your cap headings and and your distances and stuff so um yeah it was a a bit tricky earlier on in the morning like just tedious with the navigation we got one little part wrong uh one thing that I've learned here at the Dakar, if you do what the drawing tells you to do, you're gonna go the wrong direction. You have to do more of what the cap heading is telling you. So uh, we kind of did that. We went up one of the wrong canyons, had to turn around and go around. And then my biggest mistakes today is I kept going like, uh, just barely either I would take the wrong line or I'd go like too far to the inside or too far to the outside and miss waypoints, miss the validation radius of the waypoint. So I did that first thing in the morning. Had to turn around and go back and grab a waypoint. And then um I just ended up kind of a little bit off cap, I guess. I thought I was perfectly dead on, but I guess not. Um, And missed a WPC had to turn go get that. And then right when I caught Mason towards the finish of the special I did the same thing again. Thought I'd take a hotline through this really rocky technical area. And then yeah, missed the, radi- uh, the, the validation radius by like two meters probably. And then when I looked down to see where the next waypoint was, I noticed that the arrow was pointing behind me. So I had to go back like 400 meters, uh, and, like turn around and go back and get that. So a couple little mistakes today that were just kind of frustrating just because I was more focused on the terrain rather than making sure I was like super precise with my navigation. But uh, yeah, it was unreal because the rains like it, it basically, if you were to dream of a the most perfect uh, conditions for a stage, today would have been them. like overcast, nice cool temperatures, perfect wet dirt, like not muddy, but not dusty either, like like the most perfect amount of moisture and then like the sickest scenery you could possibly imagine and then the trails are just like these loamy sand what they like twisty tracks that you can just dip into and just rail oh my gosh it was so sick so actually i was just having a great time um i do have to give it up to mason he opened the stage from start to finish i started six minutes behind him and i caught him only at like kilometer 350 and then i had to turn around and you know i say caught him but he was still opening uh and then when i was going to go and try and pass him i had to turn back around and go get that waypoint so uh yeah literally from start to finish he opened the stage and did on damn near perfect job like there's a couple areas where we didn't really do it exactly how the roadbook told us to but he never had to turn around well he did once in that canyon but uh he never else had to like do donuts or like got lost, you know, he more or less understood if we missed one of the tracks he kinda just corrected and got back on the right track and stuff. Like did a sick job. Like he did way good. So really impressed with that. Um and happy. Yeah, I wish I would have caught Mason a little bit earlier and got to open the stage a little bit. But tomorrow Um oh and the time time credit thing is sick. Like uh, you get credit credited for opening if you're in first, second or third. So I got most of my time opening from being in second place. I passed Bueller at like kilometer 100. Um, so I got like three and a half minutes of bonus. Mason got like five ish minutes. Uh, and so that put me up to second on the stage. Cause Kevin got, uh, speeding penalties again. Um, so it's going to be, Sanders opening me and Mason in second and third so hopefully we can just keep the momentum going and have another day like we did today but it's been raining nonstop. if I'm sure you guys have noticed that uh, they cancelled the stage for like all the cars and trucks and stuff because of the rivers and everything so I'm not really entirely sure what they're going to do tomorrow I know it's a lot more sand so it's very possible that we they just let us run it but we'll see how she goes all right it's long enough, I think. Talk to you guys later.
0: <laughs> that was awesome. awesome. Thanks, Skylar. That's so much good information and really cool insight. A lot of, a lot of info to, to unpack there. That's, uh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, not a lot of surprises there, but just, man, the scenery sounds like it was epic. The conditions sound like it was epic. And as, as someone who races, like I started racing hard enduro this year just for fun with Lucas from climb and we have a little super hard video series. It's just, trying to show people what it's really like for normal people, not people that are good at it. He's, he's talking like the people that are good at races, like, Oh, conditions were great. Perfect terrain, no moisture coming out of the sky cloud cover. Can you imagine if you're in like 45th place? Yeah. And you're listening to this podcast about how great Skylar's day was. And you got stopped by a flooding river and it's <laughs> raining sideways on you and you can't and see anything, and you get trucks gotta, passing you, you to and... ride down a highway <laughs> They're yeah. going to be so mad at Skyler. <laughs> you know, what's, what's so cool is that you can tell Skyler's still enjoying this. Dude, his morale is you like know? off the charts. Yeah. Off just the charts. Because clearly he had time to look around and, and take the moment in of like what you're actually doing. While, in- while leading essentially second place all day on a stage at Dakar, which is generally a really stressful situation. You could be in some terrible shitty weather. It can mm-hmm. be, it could be hot, dusty crap. And today was just, like one of those days, he's a, the best day he's ever had on a motorcycle. Yeah, very cool. And, very you know, the happy. other thing that I take away from that is is the time bonus thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, he called it out as something that's really cool. Right now, it's. Because it, it helped him. <laughs> it helped him. But. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, then in the next days, it might it might go the other way. So it could, yeah. If somebody we'll else see. gets in front to lead. But I think at this point. I think maybe Daniel Sanders doesn't think it's super sick today, but tomorrow he'll. He might love know, it tomorrow. He might. Very Skyler cool. said he only lost uh, a little bit of navigation challenges, but he said something that I thought could use some explanation from you, validation radius. He said he went on an inside line or maybe an outside line around a corner and missed a validation radius for a waypoint. I kind of understand what that is, but you'll be better at explaining it to people. Yeah, so they have these these uh, different types of, of waypoints. You know, there's, there's these WPCs, which are like control waypoints, and basically they make you stay on the track. So it's like you have to be precisely at an intersection, say, or yeah. in the middle of a trail. So a lot of times when you're when you're following and you see you have Mason in front of you, you can you can cut a corner and just save a little time and, you see and him turning ahead stay you. in there. Yeah, and so most likely what this was was it was a, a WPC with a 90 meter validation radius. So it means you have to come be, come within 90 meters to to validate the waypoint to make sure you got and, there you have a an arrow will pop up and it'll it'll show an arrow to the waypoint but he clearly probably tried to cut a corner um didn't validate the waypoint so then he had to turn around go back and and click the waypoint off and it, and if you don't do that then you know you get a penalty and yep. and everything else so It's working as, as designed. Yep. So it's just basically an imaginary circle around a point on the earth and you have to break into that circle to get credit for being there. If you skirt the edge of that circle a little bit, like being on the inside of it or outside of a track, it might not trigger that you were there. So you got to like kind of loop back and get closer to the actual geographic spot on the planet. Exactly. And you have a ERTF device. So you hear guys talking about the ERTF and it's a it's a GPS device that does all the calculations for the waypoints, the, the scoring, everything else. And you use that ERTF, it gives you a little arrow. Once you get close enough to this point, it pops an arrow up, correct? Yeah. So you'll have an opening radius, which is generally bigger, like maybe a kilometer or, or okay. less. And that's depending, when an arrow pops up. Yeah, there's different types of waypoints. But sure. So you go into the um, to the opening radius and then the arrow pops up and then that takes you to the validation radius mm-hmm. and so you follow the arrow on your ERTF device takes you there it gotcha. goes beep beep and you're like it, yes and then, and then you're on got it I did this with you up in the desert with the rally blitz app similar sort of a on my phone would yep. show up an arrow as soon as I got close enough to a waypoint and I would <laughs> go, go the wrong direction for about twenty five minutes trying to find this stupid arrow, and then it flip around backwards. And you know, yeah. I'm clearly not good at this, but I, I kind of understand the point now. Yeah, there's some cool there's some cool apps and things out there that uh, that have this this technology. And and Rally Comp is another another device that we use for for a lot of the rallies here in North America. That's a yeah. that's a cool device that works very similar to the RTF and and it's just uh, a simple simple device, very easy to set up, but also shows you really cool. Uh, functionality. I think you just used it with a bunch of your test riders on a cool ride out in the desert. Yeah. I, I sent a bunch of our test riders out on a little navigation challenge uh, and you're talking to test riders from all over the world that work for KTM, right? Yeah. Yeah. We had a, we had a test here in, in the U S and so we did some, we did some stuff with, uh, with the rally comp device and sent them out, uh, basically riding waypoint to waypoint and mini, and mini rally stage. Yeah, exactly. A little, <laughs> little bit of a rally stage, kind of a modified, uh, Modified version of the of the rally stage. Which we got to give a shout out to Rally Navigator because that's how you built it. Yep. Through the Rally Navigator app on your desktop. Boom. Set it up, plug it into the Rally comp device, and you're good to go. That's right. Take your friends for a silly ride. Um, very cool. Got it. Uh bonuses definitely playing into that thing. Somebody who's outside the bonuses was Toby Price today, but also rode really well. And we got a quote from him. We should probably hear from Toby since he's a legend. (laughs) <laughs> the, the, big <laughs> the big kangaroo. Here's Toby.
6: Yeah, like the the weather's been quite cold today and overcast, but um, yeah, all in all, it's uh, it's been a good stage. Um, yeah, we we really made no mistakes, but we pushed where we could and uh, where we felt comfortable, and um, yeah, we had a had a good afternoon. So yeah, for sure, we we've probably lost a little bit of time today, but. Um, yeah, it's all part of it. We're we're only day three, so a long way to go yet.
2: Ricky has a big crash, so after some, yeah, he's okay, but he's out of the race. So already two top guys out after three days, so it's a hard, hard uh, difficult Dakar, huh?
6: For, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like uh, some of these rules that have come into place, um, everyone's mentality is switched a little bit now. We're all trying to go a little bit faster in the in the tricky parts and um, and the stony bits. So, yeah, she's I hope hope Ricky's all good. Um, yeah, and we lost Sam in the first day. So, boy, it's uh, it's a crazy race. You just got to stay in it. And um,
2: yeah, anything can happen. Surprise with a young kid like uh, Mason. What he's doing is quite amazing. Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh, yeah, young kids can pick things up a lot quicker and stuff. So um, yeah, and. They bounce back a little bit better too if uh, they have a bit of an off. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, no, he's doing an amazing job, and um, yeah, no, unreal today.
0: Thanks, Toby. Yeah, he sounds like uh, he's got an issue with some of the rules causing them to pick up their pace through some of the more technical stuff. That's got to be the top speed rule. People are thinking, "Hey, I can't pin it on these fast sections and try to make up some time." Or what do you think? Mm, do you think I, I think it. I think it has more to do with the the opening bonuses. Yeah, gotcha. because you know, I don't think they're ever getting anywhere near the speed limit today. Yeah. It sounds like it was um, too slow, but I think, I think what it is is that that guys are, are going after the, you know, the opening bonuses and, and some different things. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's maybe causing a little bit of, uh, you know, just it, the, mental the race is just changing. It's a, it's kind of a new, new era of the race. And, you know, Toby, I mean, he had a, he had a decent day today. Yeah. Uh, you know, but still lost, lost 12 minutes to Sanders. Right, so He did lose some time. And he's sitting He's sitting six in the general, 11 minutes back. But at, as we know... 11 days to go. Yeah. There's a lot of minutes a on lot, the table. Lot, a <laughs> lot can happen. A lot of minutes on the table for this year's Dakar Rally. Speaking of minutes, we got to check in with our, our dudes in the original by Motul class. Because those guys definitely got pulled off the race course today. Yeah, I think and we We don't know where they got pulled or what they ran into or if they had to get... Life flighted out with a helicopter in the mud or something. There was some some definite craziness going on out there in, in that end of the field. So let's uh I think we need to hear some some contrasting uh messages here from from the other end of the field. Maybe a little different morale experience. So I th- really hope we're gonna get our Paul Neff quote of the day. He's the he's the MVP of the podcast so far. So hang on a second while we get Paul, hopefully, online. <laughs>
7: Hey guys, this is Paul. I just got uh, back a little while ago. Uh, all all is well in my in my circle in my court. Uh, crazy day started out good. Just ripping sandy tracks, lots of sandy ruts, um, some rocks. The nav was was supposed to be very difficult, but it seemed pretty straightforward. I was riding really well really fast tracks where we're on the the speed limiter you know beeper for for miles or kilometers whatever you want to call it and uh, then checkpoint three they 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 canceled the stage for me i seen jacob out there and the other guys got pulled off on checkpoint one or two and we had a big rainy thunderstorm just crazy desert storm lightning cracking all around it hailed i stopped in the middle of the stage and put my jacket on because the hail was hurting my you know arms and stuff and uh, and then they 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 canceled it i'm not sure how the scoring is going to work i don't much care uh wrote a brutally rainy and you know it's just like driving when you're driving on the freeway at home and you can't see the cars around you pretty much it was like it was like that for a couple hours standing water all over the roads uh it was good times good times jacob and me rode the liaison for a while together he saw his team van and got a jacket and all the all the hero stuff that that he deserves i kept going uh some dude bought me some gas because the another rider bought me some gas, which is pretty cool. And uh, I made it back. The bivouac's all puddles everywhere, half flooded. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have a game plan for what's going on. I don't know. My bike's probably pretty good. I'll, I'll, I'll do a once over. And uh I think we're sleeping in some other I don't know, medical tent or something. I don't think we have to pitch our tents tonight. But uh yeah, it's just a little chaotic and all all is well though. I feel alright feel alright, I'm just eating right now and uh carry on. Day three's down and we'll see what day four delivers. Nothing surprises me at this point. Thanks guys.
0: He's not surprised. No. He's not surprised by a torrential uh desert thunderstorm and hail. Yeah. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like a bit of a, a mess for the for the guys back in the uh, original Bimotul class. Yeah, they're the normal people. They're the ones that, you know, kind of just get pushed any direction and they just got to go with it. Yeah, contrast that to Skylar's quotes where he was like this was the most magical day on a motorcycle I've ever had. Yep. <laughs> Poor Paul, too cool, and and yeah, we don't even know. It looks like uh, looks like most of the guys made it in, uh, from our American Rally Originals team, and I think you know, there's no results for those guys back there yet, but um, they are. It looks like they're in or on their way into the bivouac. We did get an update from the ASO on how they're planning to score the stage for everyone that didn't get to the finish line, and it seems like they're going to take their positions and timing they were in at checkpoint like two and three. Is that correct? I believe so. Yeah. So it's, um, it looks like 43 riders made it and made it to the finish. Yep. And then everyone else will be, will be scored from checkpoint three or checkpoint two when they stopped at check. So basically where they were when they stopped him is where is the time they're going to get. Gotcha. They just got to live with it. that's you, if you were planning on gaining time in the second half of this race, that's too bad. Yep. And it's, it's a little bit of a a bad break for Jake Mm Augie Uh, you know, he was kind of on the bubble right there and it looks like, and I think Paul too, just missed, uh, the cutoff. And so those guys weren't able to complete the whole stage. So, you know, they, I think that Jake's times were pretty good at that point. So he would have, he would have probably finished a little higher up the order, but yeah, we're, uh you know it is dakar and is what it is yep and it sounds like they had a really cold ride yep. back to the truck yep. or back to the camp and i think paul paul sent us a little uh another little blurb that he uh that he forgot to he forgot to mention his first little quote. more a little more insight see, from paul see what we got here oh
7: and i forgot to say jacob had no jacket for a big portion of the liaison, so he wrapped like a a ziploc bag around his body, and uh, to try to keep keep his old bones warm. But uh, I don't think it worked because he was he was freezing. I uh, luckily I packed my my, my coat, but uh, little green garbage bag. Jacob just riding in the rain it was good times. Later,
0: <laughs> the things you'll remember from yes. <laughs> this Dakar rally, you know. And, Paul's going to remember Jake freezing down the highway. (laughs) Yeah. Just, you know, that this reminds me of, uh, of my first Dakar in, in 2011. And, uh, we were in, we are in Chile and they ran us up from the coast up into the, the Atacama and the high, the high plain desert. So you're up almost 10,000 feet and it's freezing cold up there. Like, you know, below, you know, 30 degrees. Mm. and, um, my team wasn't super on it as far as like what we were, what we we're supposed to be expecting. Were so you, I, where you were getting I didn't yourself into any idea where I was going or how cold it was going to be. And, and as I'm rolling out of the bivouac, I see all the factory guys, big jackets, arm warm, you know, hand warmers, it's all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh, you know? <laughs> so anyway, we get up there and it's freezing like 30 degrees freezing and I'm dying. Yeah. So I, I see a pile of garbage on the side of the road and I pull over and there's garbage bags and I start ripping open garbage, plastic garbage bags and stuffing them inside my jacket, my chest, wrapping them around my hands, just layered myself up in garbage bags. You looked like and a road: monster. Yeah, garbage another 100 monster. miles, just wrapped in trash bags. But it was just anything <laughs> you can to keep the wind off of you. Yeah, garbage bags come in handy. They keep you warm if you can find a full one. Yeah, the wind is just biting. So, oh, and, I, man. and I get to the end of the liaison and, and all the factory guys are there and they have their, their team sprinters and they're taking off their layers. And, and I'm coming, I'm like pulling garbage bags out of my, my jacket and stuffing them in the trash. I can imagine them like sipping a cappuccino. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listening to Mozart <laughs> and Quinn comes garbage. Quinn comes rolling in with some r- chilly times. road-sized trash in his jacket smelling like roadside trash. Yep. Gross making memories well what a big day today um yes sir a lot of stuff happens every day even when half the race is canceled it's still a lot of stuff happens. Mm-hmm. it's crazy bummer about Ricky still I yeah. keep getting messages pinging what happened to Ricky what happened to Ricky anybody know about Ricky and, yeah I haven't got any updates from Johnny yet we we'll, don't uh, have any updates unfortunately we'll keep uh we'll keep trying and you know hopefully we can we can post something later today on Instagram or yep you, know, you can, can follow us at... Hit- Dakar Rally Daily on Instagram. There's underscores between all those words, but it's pretty easy to find there. Yep. If we're looking ahead to tomorrow, we made it to Hale. Yep. Now we're going to do a big-ass loop from Hale. Stage four is a a big loop. It's It's a beast. 574 kilometers total. Not Mm -hmm. as big as today's stage was for the finishers. No, I mean, but the special is basically the same. The special, the special is 425 kilometers, and there's about a 40k uh, neutralization stage right in the middle. Yep, where they'll get fuel. So, you know, they get a kind of a a time break. They refuel and then and then resume the special. They're going to be racing for 385 kilometers tomorrow, no matter what. Yep. Uh, weather, weather and terrain dependent. We don't know if there's going to be any delays in the morning because it's still raining, according to Skylar, right now. Yeah. And you could hear it in the background on Skylar's clip, you know, yeah. coming down. Raining hard out there. They and, might have to do some reroutes. We don't know. They right. might delay a start time or shorten the stage to one of these other waypoints or checkpoints. A lot yeah. of stuff could happen. And that's the that's the thing is they so they if the helicopters can't fly and they can't provide a, a safe race and, you know, rescue yeah. service, then they won't start the stage. So yep. if it's if it's super overcast and the helicopters can't get out, they're they're not gonna start the stage. But you know, we will, we'll find out. Uh, but if, if all goes on, all, all goes off as to plan, it'll be a, uh, it'll be a big one. A lot of dunes. It looks like we're, we're at 36% dunes tomorrow. So and we're starting to move into the sand. ASO math. That's a hundred percent according to rocks. Could, could very well be. <laughs> the rock prediction has not been very good this year. <laughs> this according to true. the racers, the this rock is math true. is off. But lots of dunes, that means, um, generally, that means a lot of time can be lost by leading the race because it's easier to follow in the dunes. Yep. But Daniel Sanders is is going to be leading out. He's extremely fast in the sand. <laughs> I like think that's a good way to put, a, put it. At a different level. Yep. And there's uh, he'll be able to collect some bonuses. So if, right. he, if he leads out and collects five minutes in bonuses. That's or, uh, bad news for everybody really is. Big bad news. Um, We mentioned yesterday that the the time bonus thing was going to be sort of a test by the guinea pig Mason Klein. And he and Skyler proved today that that is um, something that can really benefit you as a racer. Getting out front, you're not going to lose as much time. Leading, gaining that time bonus is worth it because it really cuts your losses. Tomorrow we'll see if that can hold up to the standards of science and be proven again with Sanders. Pinning it.
5: He's we'll not going to hold back tomorrow.
0: Another exciting one. Just another exciting got day me tomorrow. on the edge of my seat. I can't wait. So this uh, this is going to be good stuff. It's going to be amazing. I hope I everybody. Know. Knows. Who do you, who you got tomorrow, Jesse? Speaking of this. I, Clearly, I don't know. Yeah. I, I d- shouldn't be asking you because if we, if we be look at the fantasy league, I think Jesse finished 133rd place yesterday. But so. I got points. You did get points. I got three dollars back from my hundred twenty-four dollar investment of fake money. You're crushing um, it. Yeah. I got some work to do on Chainslayer.com slash Dakar. And tomorrow's yeah. gonna be my day. I'm gonna be on the top of that leaderboard. Well, I I I cracked the top ten to, today. So this is this is my first time in the top ten. I was I was seventh on the on the stage. Nobody cares. Yeah, I just you know I care. We got an all international top podium, right? We don't yeah. even know what country these people right. are from because we're not good at <laughs> flags of countries. So we're going to get Radic to code in an idiot yes. thing. When you hover your mouse over it, you can tell what country they're from. Exactly. And and just so you guys know, Radic, he's he's up there making improvements, changing stuff all the time, fixing Coding. things up and, and entering these results. For fun. For fun. For no commercial there's no, interest. <laughs> there's no money involved in this. No, he is crushing it. Radic is the man and he has built such a fun thing for us to play with yes. and we're really appreciative. I'm bummed it's not working out in my favor, but I'm not as bummed as our, like, this is like a preliminary result. There's always some time adjustments that happen, but I got to call out the last place finisher today. So far, the last person that gained points today. Yes. Some American guy named Kenneth Durr. Kinder Ken How much did he get? Did he get a dollar or $2? It's not a lot. Ken, how much money did you make today? Two dollars. Ken, Kenneth or, Ken. That guy sounds... Nice job, Ken. Ken's a good buddy of mine. Also works at KTM. He sounds like a nice guy, but he is bad at chainslayer.com. <laughs> He's worse than I am. Ken, if you're worse than Jesse, that's not doing good. There's some other people here that should be ashamed of themselves. Yes, but manual, manual in first place. Absolutely yeah. crushing it. Manual yeah. from a country we're not sure of. <laughs> we didn't think... Uh, PT, it's Portugal. Look at that. You hover your mouse... It gives you uh abbreviation i literally mentioned radic should do that, and it's done that's how good radic is this just happened right now this is i i did that two minutes ago and it didn't work and now it works so who's the next where's the next guy from i s d e two thousand twenty three s g though we might have to get a little more detail out of this radic SG? SG. what country is that i don't know i'm such an american Shh. i think that looks very like um like a Turkestan or turkish type flag. I don't know. Something I'm not sure. Something I don't know. And then, and then Pedro then Bermudez. Great VE. job. Is that 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 must be Venezuela or something. Sure, Venezuela, yeah. VE? Yeah. I'll I don't know. Take that. <laughs> just just guessing. But our first place finisher today got $2700. Great job. And second was 2550. Shout, shout out $2,550. to Matt Lynn. For beating Quinn Cody, yeah, just just beat me. I went in big for Daniel Sanders. I bet fifty on Sanders for first. Well, it worked out for you. Cash the cash that in. Conrad Brooks, good buddy of mine, is in fourth. Just missed the podium. Look like at all your friends are doing well. Are you giving them information? No, they just listen, holding they out listen from to me? the podcast and they listen to to me when I talk. Not not like you. Not a bad move, I guess. If you want to be good at things, listen to Quinn. Who do I Uh, know out here? So yeah, there's some good stuff. I saw your wife in there. ahead of me. Ahead of you. And my brother. My wife as well. My wife's in 36th place. Yeah, Jessica crushed it today. Get out of here, Jessica. All right, so get on, get on chainslayer.com slash Dakar. Make your picks. There's 100% 100% free, and there's still plenty of time to join in the fun. Post your pics on Instagram and tag Dakar Rally Daily so I can steal your pics because I'm bad at this. Yes, yes, that's, sir. That's the end of the day. Jesse is bad. Jesse's he bad. That's this. the lesson of the day. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, I am going to take the high road here and just stop the podcast before anybody talks more bad things about me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We'll talk to you tomorrow after stage four. and <laughs> 11 more days to go.